0: Welcome back to Average Joe's Media. This is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. It is two for one Wednesday, the second podcast here tonight. I'm the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. And here again with Chris Moyer. Chris, how you doing? And I'm excited to be here. Man, we're excited to have you. We had so much fun, we couldn't just do one podcast tonight. We had to do two. So we're talking about guilty pleasures, and Google tells us that guilty pleasures is something such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys, despite feeling it is not generally held in high regard. Joe, what do you have to
1: speak to that? So many things. My guilty pleasure list, my cup overfloweth. I'd have to say one of my top guilty pleasures, see you getting pride and ready there. You bet. Is uh, reality singing shows. Okay. Love the voice, love American Idol. Okay. Uh, seriously love me some X-Factor UK. Even a little bit of America's Got Talent. Basically, if it's a reality competition show that involves any type of singing, I'm going to obsessively watch it. Okay. What, what What is the pleasure in that for you? A couple of different things. A great thing about it is, is when they're singing, nine times out of ten, there's no politics. Okay. There's no significant uh, drama. There's no... Uh, Well, sometimes there's some pop culture references, but basically you're getting to watch something in its pure state. People out trying to live their dreams. You get to see their family and their friends. You get to see tributes. You get to see moving emotional moments. Plus, I'm a real big fan of music, and I love covers. Uh, Okay. Exactly. Um, Like any good thing, you ingest. Sometimes you got to let it out. Absolutely. So that's my guilty pleasure, man. For some people, it's musicals.
0: So that's your only guilty pleasure, or are we just waiting to build up to to the to the the meat of this?
1: Oh no, I I mean, if we're gonna go around here, yeah, okay. So that's that's where where does that rank? Guilty pleasure appetizer. Oh, that's your appetizer
0: of the guilty pleasures. Okay, okay, Chris,
2: what about you? What's some guilty pleasures that you piggyback off? Uh, old Joey's, uh, Average Joe's guilty pleasure here of the reality singing shows. Uh, I actually used to be a huge American Idol fan. Uh, but I was only an American Idol fan up to the point where they finished choosing singers because my guilty pleasure was not watching the competition in its purest form and appreciating the ability. Uh, I actually loved watching the people that went on there that couldn't sing for nothing, and I thought it was a, a hilarious use of my time to watch these people and to listen to the judges rip them a new one. And just laugh and laugh, and you got some of these guys on there. They go in there, they sing, you know, and it, it's so ridiculous. And they ask him, "Well, what made you think you could get on this show?" "Oh, well, my my mom and my sisters and my best friends they all tell me I can sing and I'm fantastic." Well, you need to get some new family because they do not lie to you, uh, right? That's fair. And uh, yeah, so I I'd crack up watching that. And I, I mean, I loved watching those uh, uh, get on YouTube and watch the outtakes and all stuff. All these people, uh, I just loved watching them fail, to be honest.
0: Okay. So, in the, the greatest part about that, though, is what's that? It's in the game. It's in, <laughs> that's that's fair. that's fair. So, in this whole reality television arena, we're talking about here. I have a guilty pleasure. I like to watch Survivor, I like to watch Survivor because I like to think I could do that. I could go 39 days or, or whatever. I could play the politics game or whatever they do. The whole, I'm lying, but I'm not lying to you. But I am lying to them. But they don't know I'm lying to them. And I can play the people, play the charisma game, and then make it to day 39 where I'm the one of the last three. And I could be hungry and still be able to compete in those competitions and stuff. I like I like the idea behind all those competitions. Matter of fact, something I incorporate whenever I coach soccer is just some of the concepts who can do something like this the longest, who's got the most endurance, in certain little skills, just to see, just to have fun with it. And, uh, you know, in the in the reality, I don't necessarily, I mean, yes, okay, the Survivor's not, let's put the air quotes for scripted, but, uh, you know, sometimes they, they're a little choosy with what they do and don't show. So, maybe everything is. But in Survivor, it it really sways the perception of the viewer, of, of the person at home. In American Idol, it doesn't really sway the perception. You're listening to singing, and if somebody sucks, they suck. If somebody can sing really, really good, they sing really, really good. There's no swaying the viewer's perception. But in Survivor, sometimes if they don't show something that's very vital, they don't show something like that, it can sway the perception.
2: And that's the challenge I have with those type of shows, those... I'm doing air quotes, reality shows, is uh, most of them, there's, there's the very opposite of reality. So, for example, I watched a, a show very similar to Survival. It lasted one season called Hunted. I don't know if you saw that or not. Okay. Uh, but so basically, uh, these families uh, or individuals, uh, some were families, some were individuals, uh, signed up. They had to disappear for 28 days. And there was a team of former FBI agents looking for them. Now, there were some rules. They had to stay within a four-state area, but they could literally go anywhere in that area uh, and disappear however they wanted to. And so the idea was they'd investigate, talk to friends and family, look for clues, see if they can figure out where they were. Well, you know, they, they, they try to make these situations dramatic where, you know, the FBI is closing in on them and they're close and they're there. And so the, the, the FBI are driving right down the road and they're hiding in the trees with a camera crew. And I'm, try, I'm like, okay, so how, okay, if I'm trying to hide in the dark and I got the camera crew with the lights on shining, I'm pretty sure the FBI is going to see that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So That's fair. Th- you, you have to suspend reality to believe that they can hide and not be found with a two or three person camera crew there with them. Nice. Right? And same thing. So uh, they go into, t- you know, let's say they think, oh, well, they're hiding out in this small town. Let's go see if anybody's seen them. Hey, Josh, you see anybody walking down the street with camera crew following them? Right. Right. Oh I mean, yeah, that, man. I thought they yeah. kind of their I, backyard. I thought with, that was right. a little peculiar. Like, how do you, how, 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 do you, in reality, how do you make that work? And so a lot of those shows, you know, they call them reality shows, but they're the, the exact opposite of reality. Right. And for me, while the the concept is very intriguing, the execution. Uh, on my end, it, I feel is lacking.
0: So it's so almost cool. like they should have had personal cameras, like on their per, on their rock bo- and in yes. inconspicuous places, so nobody would think w- would be the wiser. Absolutely. But the camera absolutely. crew on the outside really not not very helpful. Not conducive in the,
1: if you're trying to disappear. Yeah, absolutely. I might tempt you both into a, a new guilty pleasure. There's a, there's a show similar to Survivor on the same network. Won't name its name, and I get any sponsorship from them. But uh, it's not like Buffalo Wild Wings,
0: wings, beer, sports. To
1: the game, or Chili's and Wiley, home of the baby back ribs.
2: We're still oh, unsure. Baby, We're, back, baby back, baby back, baby back ribs.
1: Chili's and Wiley,
2: baby, baby back, back ribs. ribs, barbecue sauce.
1: Anywho, it's called Big Brother. When I first heard about the show, I thought the show's gonna be complete trash. Start about season three, completely hooked. Yes. <laughs> I, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Anywho, what's great about this show is is you're, they're locked in a house for the whole summer. They have a bunch of competitions. The live, the shows that are shown on network are cut together, but they show on a separate network three hours unedited, five days a week, and you can also for like you know 299 a month during the series um, you can have 24 hour access to all the different cameras for the show that's what made the whole thing addictive because when you're getting to watch it unfiltered and edited the only there would be only be brief moments where they would actually go to like a fishbowl because something was happening that they were afraid they were going to get in trouble if they show if they shoot on TV some of the the, the the cameras on the internet though like you could subscribe to was completely unedited, but that's some drama you guys probably both would like. Pretty okay. good. You get to see that social game in twenty four hours. And if somebody completely loses it or they're antagonizing somebody, the drama builds pretty good. So I guess you could say it's another guilty pleasure. That's fair.
0: So that's that's the reality TV show portion of guilty pleasure. What other guilty pleasures might you have, Chris?
2: Well <clears throat> Josh, I like video games. Yeah. Now I'm 36 years old. I'm a business. 36 owner. 36
1: years young, my friend. Right? 36 yeah. years young, yeah, and getting I'm younger a, by the day. I'm a
2: professional business owner, and I strapping have, you and you I have a, We have here. I have a family, okay, but I like video games. What do you like about video games? <sighs> you know, that's a good question, and one that unfortunately I I can't answer. In other words, I I don't know why I like video games. I just do. I like uh, I like the competition and the challenge. Okay. Um, so you are explaining it, okay? I guess, maybe. That's yeah, fair. yeah. You like the social uh, aspect
1: of online gaming? social
2: aspect games? of online gaming. And I yet, would agree uh, with that. And I can do things that in real life I you know, wouldn't be able to do. So, for example, you play like a Call of Duty or a PUBG uh, or for Fortnite. Those of you children out there, Fortnite, because adults play PUBG, not Fortnite. And so, uh, you know, running around with a gun, shooting, jumping, you know, doing something unlimited. You ever try to play laser tag as an adult? I have. I have not, and you're not even allowed to run when you play laser tag. 'Cause I don't want you running people over in the dark. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And yet, after a couple rounds, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So there's no way I could, in real life, do anything even remotely similar to what I can do in video games, because right. uh, I'm not physically built that way. And uh, so we it allows too. you to suspend belief and you know do some things and and it's fun. Um, you know, some people call it maybe mindless entertainment, maybe a waste of time is why it would be a guilty pleasure, it falls in that definition, not very highly regarded, although now I've noticed they're starting to build esports stadiums, uh, you have esports uh, simulcast on ESPN, uh, so it's starting to get some recognition, but I still think as a whole it's, it's you know, frowned upon. Sure, absolutely.
0: I, hey, I think Joe and, and I can, can attest to, to video gaming.
1: I mean, you know, from a perspective of being children. Absolutely you know, who like a video game that's more comparable to laser tag, like Fortnite, you know, as opposed to Mass Murdering on PUBG. Right. I mean, that's just just a matter of taste. Just a matter of, it's a simple I matter mean, of perspective. When I'm playing sci fi, you know, science fiction fantasy. Right. Uh, I'm not trying to name anybody.
0: Right. And when I'm playing science fiction fantasy, I want to basically know uh it's fiction and I want to just live
1: I'm in it. I'm gonna float into a little hovercraft. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, drop again from a weather balloon. Right. And then I'm going to
0: so cut a tree down and then spontaneously have enough perfect material to build a wall, you know however many and I want. And if I want
1: to eat an apple, I'm going to gain some health.
0: Right. And if I want to eat a mushroom, I gain some shield. And then we're going to drink a syrup juice. Right. And then I'm good to go. Yeah, I
1: know. Right. Absolutely. Until my next shield tag. So
0: what's, what, how, what, how did you get into Fortnite?
1: Clutch Plays. So that's... What's that's the sh- next podcast topic. That's just... just- things you- Things your kids say on video games—it's just absolutely uh, stupid. Really and truly, uh, it was my boys. They were completely taken. They've always been into video games. I kind of quit playing video games around the other time I had kids. Sold up in video game systems. Never got to experience the whole uh, playing video games live against opponents or your friends uh, thing. But the kids were always into it. Never really had time for it. You know, being being single dads. Right. You got a little bit more time on your hands? Yeah, a little more time. Well, a little less time. I don't know time. if I'll we'll have enough time. Less time on your hands, but but more time.
0: Maybe Bed Bath so, & Beyond. I don't okay. know. I don't know if I'll we'll have enough time.
1: Don't know. But uh, they were really into it, so I decided I would give it a shot instead of fight against it. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, oh, this game's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. Right. Absolutely. And then uh, another fella I knew. Yeah. Similar situation. I
0: had a daughter yeah. that just said, Dad, would you play this game with me? Yeah. I said, Yes, absolutely. I will. I'll do what I can to play this game. Tried it on a computer. It didn't really work. The computer was too slow, too old, whatever. Didn't have the memory capabilities. Yeah. And so I went out and got a PlayStation, just because. Because it was just, you know, why not drop two hundred fifty dollars on a PlayStation just yeah. because your daughter wants it? I mean, that was the best use of two hundred fifty dollars
1: I think I may have right. ever spent. You buy the PlayStation, hook up to the TV to play with your daughter, who's playing on her phone.
0: Absolutely. or on her computer,
1: right? Right,
0: because I mean, she had a good them. computer. Because she gets the better computer, she's more important than Dad. Obviously. Clearly. So That's fair. That's fair. So we played Fortnite because of our children, not because we're children. Would you agree with that? I, w- I would agree with that. I enjoy the game. Because I you're a child. I enjoy the game because it's fun to me.
1: It's fun. I it's never not fun when you buy expensive cosmetics for no reason absolutely other than just why not
0: yeah I mean you, you got extra how much more I don't don't ask this question with a with a literal number but how much more money would you have had you
2: never played fortnite
1: uh, a lot it would Probably I mean worth. I'm
2: talking 401k I mean, type so that's money. the most expensive free game on the planet yeah absolutely Almost definitely yeah.
1: And for example we both said you know what we're not gonna spend any more money on this is stupid. Then they came out with the NFL sponsorship, and then you could get a football player wearing the Cowboys jersey. Take my money. Yeah. Literally take my money. Yeah,
0: just here's my bank account number. Whatever you want. Yeah. If I got it, you take it out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Last Halloween one? What? Oh, what? There's uh, there's Cowboys yep. with uh, glow-in-the-dark uh, little axe thingies. Yep. Or there's a werewolf. Take my money.
2: Yeah. I think we've stumbled onto another guilty pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by, spending, by calamity, spending, calamity Jane. Spending money on... Frivolous online. It's real. It's fake. fake purchases. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> giving real money for
1: fake purchases. Giving
0: real money for absolutely nothing in uh, for return. Example,
1: for example, uh, new season started up. Yeah. For Season 7. 7, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And uh, both bought a Battle Pass. Yeah, that's true. And we're probably about two and a half weeks uh, behind.
0: Because uh, we're podcasting. Uh, we're podcasting instead of playing Fortnite, but yet we still decide to give Fortnite the money. Right. becoming coming... Average Joe's media,
1: Fortnite streaming, it's happening. You might see us on Twitch. You might, which brings me to another guilty pleasure I think we both share. Okay. Which will piggyback on our awkward situations from uh, last episode is when playing Fortnite, we like to see like kind of like making a big like a double decker sandwich. You know, like how many layers of guilty pleasures can we stack? In, in one moment of time, there's okay. a lot of meat there. Jeff. There's a lot, of, a lot of meat there. A Absolutely, lot of meat. there's some cheese too. It's okay, so clearly hamon. Yes, yeah, great. Okay, so we got the uh, guilty pleasure of playing a video game, then we add the guilty pleasure of creating horribly, horribly awkward situations with people. We like, we like to team up with people randomly. Yes. Oh, 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 oh yes,
0: yeah. oh yes. The uh, the the duo Phil Squad. Phil Squad. Phil Squad, that is awesome.
1: Would you like some tea and crumpets?
0: Please do not take my weapon. That is my weapon. I saw it first. Do you have any shield? No, but I got sludge juice. Is that the same thing? No sé. (laughs) Uh, ¿Cómo se dice uh, AR en Uh, Espanol? uh, Un shield es muy poquito. (laughs) Uh, ¿Dónde está a drop? It's that on the map! Hey, lucky landing, man!
2: Look, lucky landing! I've been lucky today. Yo quiero taco bell Important. <laughs> so
0: so we have we clearly have this video game Guilty Pleasure, which if you ask any sane any sane adult who has kids, uh probably frowned upon for mm-hmm. thirty-four plus year old guys. To just be goofing around on this social gaming system that With we their have. Children. With And random people. Strangers. Some of which sound like they're about five years old. Others sometimes sound like they're pedophiles. But... A little bit. I mean, hey you, you never guys. know what you get in the Phil Squad. No. You I never there's know. there's
1: that awkward moment too afterwards where they add you as a friend. Oh, that's
0: so much fun. Hey, would you friend me? Nope. Uh... Sure. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, let's squat yeah. up later. Okay. I gotta go take a bath now. All right. Make sure you add me as a
1: friend. Yeah, there's a, my name's Cliff, add me later. No, yeah. Cliff. No, Cliff, we're I'm Cliff, so we're sorry, not, buddy. No, we're sorry, buddy. Yeah, I'm sorry. out on Cliff. Sorry. You know, you might want to add some lotion underneath that ankle monitor. You look a little chafed over there. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, so stranger danger's aside.
2: Speaking of stranger danger, it's amazing how our, uh, society has evolved. You know, back, 20, 30 years ago, it was uh, don't talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and uh, so so don't talk to strangers, never get in a car with a stranger, you know, things like that. Well, in, t- in today's society, yeah, we pick up a phone to call a stranger to come pick us up, take us somewhere. Absolutely. Do you Uber a lot? I don't. Is that a guilty pleasure of yours? I have only Ubered one time. And Did it you was really not enjoy a it? It at wasn't? All. Well, how come? Uh, well, because it, it wasn't necessarily the Uber experience okay. that was not the the that was not pleasurable. It was the cost associated uh, with the Uber experience, uh, and the reason that I was having to take the Uber. Uh, some some poor time management on my part. Uh, mm. Long story short, we're in a foreign city, uh, still in the U.S., but not Dallas. We're in Atlanta. And uh oh, see,
1: I immediately thought you were talking about a yeah, station.
2: Immediate, yeah. So so we use the MARTA, which is their public transportation system, to get back and forth. So we were at uh Hooters of all places. Oh. And uh so had dinner and there's a Marta station an ATL. right next to it. And so we're okay, good. The last train runs at uh midnight.
1: Well, well I'm, we sorry, I'm
2: sorry, I I hate to interrupt you. Sure. But the
1: midnight train to Georgia Yes. Yes, it was uh, going anywhere. It was, and uh, so
2: it was already gone. So 11:55, uh, we walk to the station. Uh, Gates closed and locked. Uh, can't get in. Uh, we hear the train go by. He's leaving, but we can't get down in there. And so, uh, so now All we're stuck. Jet train about 20 miles. We're about 20 miles away from our hotel. Six of us, uh, zero transportation. Uh, Uber. So we used Uber. Uh, and so but not that, an Uber good time. Hmm, now it's Uber expensive. That was a <laughs> that was a disheartening that was a disheartening experience. Well
1: what I find, uh, what I find frustrating in those situations, because I travel for work a lot of times, you're not gonna wow. you don't really it's pointless to get a real car. Uh, especially if you're staying relatively close, but you're doing some sightseeing, you're going back and forth between meetings and whatnot, you Ubered. Problem is is that if it's one person Ubering, not that expensive, because it generally it's an economy sized car. You get more than three people. Like, you have, like, was it Uber?
2: XL. Uber, XL, Uber, Uber, Black Car. Uber, XL. You yeah. know, and um, I was a Honda it, Pilot. Yeah. Picked this
1: up. It no. wasn't a Suburban. You didn't feel like you were being ushered by the Secret Service. No. Uh, it was Wanda. And no, she may or may not have been on her way to uh, pick up her kids, it was a, a, a young Asian No, it was Do Wanda, his name. Do Wanda? Yeah. Well, you're one one the situations in Uber where you end up accidentally having to ride share it with their kids. Ah. Uh, I cannot say that I've been in that. It's not really a rideshare. Well, you—it
2: kind of is. Well, you're sharing a ride with them, but they're still going to pay more. Oh,
0: that's fair. That's fair.
2: That's fair. You get the rideshare experience without the rideshare pricing. Correct. Because you're oh you're you're paying for DeWanda to take her kids to school.
0: Absolutely. So I. So back to guilty pleasures. So it kind of seems like. We all have this video game guilty pleasure. And Chris, you kind of mentioned that, that it's, it's something that allows you to escape reality. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. So I have a guilty pleasure that allows me to escape reality. My guilty pleasure is going to see movies. Now, you might think that a lot of people go see movies. And you'd be right. A little, right. Bit, little, bit, little My, bit. The guilty pleasure portion of going to see movies is that I like to sometimes watch two or three movies at the theater in
2: the same day, if I have I the it.
0: time and the
2: money. Now, now Josh, I'm going to call you out right there. Okay. How many tickets do you purchase when you see two or three movies?
0: One for each movie. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. However, yeah. I will most likely, this typically happens whenever I haven't been to the movies in a while, and the there are still some movies out, that I've wanted to see. But they have now migrated from the big theater to the dollar theater. And so it's affordable to watch three movies in one day. And it's extremely time consuming. But in each movie, I am, I am teleported into whatever reality is created. Whatever setting is created in those movies. And, so, and that also brings me up to a concept. What is a good movie?
1: Well, I'd have to disagree with you on the whole, you being teleported. I think in your guilty pleasure, I applaud you for taking it so seriously. I mean, after he came back from seeing Kung, Panda, Kung Fu Panda 3, the dude said "Hiya" after every other word for at least a solid day.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So, but, see, to me, a good movie is a movie that entertains me. It entertains me. Did Siskel and Ebert give it like 85 thumbs up? No, because they only got two, okay?
1: They also
2: may or may not dead. still be, be dead. Yeah,
0: they? I know, but it's the concept of Siskel
2: giving... and Ebert. Now, so in this stage, they probably gave it zero thumbs up. That's fair. One and a half tombstones. What? Well, <laughs> Too soon? No. We don't know. Not soon Does enough. Does anybody even know? <laughs>
0: so that's a guilty pleasure of mine. Going to a theater to see a movie. And then, you know what? Let's just stay around and see another
1: one. Do you ever ask yourself, are you not entertained?
0: Uh, You know what? I don't. Russell Crowe does on a regular basis in one classic blockbuster. One of my own guilty pleasures: Gladiator. Very much so. You'll watch Gladiator any time of the day.
1: Yeah, there are a few movies that I will watch multiple times, let alone I could watch on demand. And there's only a handful of those movies I could ever just watch repeatedly. On loop, or just at any given moment, any given time, and Gladiator is one of those movies. Okay, what's another one? Um, McClintock, McClintock, really? Yep,
0: yeah. Sons you, of
1: Katie Elder. You could
0: just turn that sucker on, Donovan's and Reef, whenever you want. Yeah, wow. grandfather was a huge John Wayne fan.
1: Uh, that's fair. That that's fair. that would uh, that I would love explain love it. me some the Duke.
0: I like it, Chris. Do you have any movies that that they're just you stop when you see him on the on the DVR or the, the the guide or whatever, or you're just like I'm in the mood for a movie. I'm gonna pop his DVD in or whatever.
2: Office Space. Office Space. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My okay. favorite movie of all time.
0: Do you have my stapler? Okay.
2: What makes that your <inaudible> favorite movie? I over by the window when I saw the squirrel and Oh, you can't hear me. On so what's what makes? I'm reminded all- it's good to good to be
1: a gangster. It's good, yeah, feels great actually.
2: Feels good to be a gangster.
1: Feels what darn good. Makes that movie your favorite movie
2: of all time. I Jennifer Anderson. I, I really don't. Well, Flair. Flair is is Flair an much? interesting component to the movie. Uh, I don't really know why it's that particular movie. I know why it's that genre. Uh, okay. I really like stupid, funny, sarcastic, dry humor comedy type, uh, and the uh, that just. That was just one of them that I don't know. Just got me. I, I think also I could relate uh, to you know the entire situation of you know being in a cubicle type environment and, and how ridiculous and obscene that is. And if you ever worked in one, uh, you oh, know that, it resonates with you. It you really know, does. So, That's yeah. true. I like Tombstone.
0: I will sit if Tombstone. Pizza. No, no, no. Those are good. Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, and everything surrounding them. If Tombstone is on the playlist, if Tombstone is something I can stream and I just don't have anything else that I just, did just really want to watch, I will go to Tombstone and I will watch that thing. I will not leave it because I am intrigued every time I watch it.
1: Will you eat a Tombstone pizza while watching
0: Tombstone? You know, right now, no, because I'm 11 pounds down in eight days from this diet of eliminating carbs. So you I'm know talking what? about. Hey, high five to high that. High five. High five to dedication, discipline, and a little bit of motivation. Never mind the golden chick uh, trash
1: right hey, beside you there. Hey, hey, right. his diet a little yep. bit of breading on a fried slide, breading, oh, okay. slide breading slide oh, okay. breading slide breading low carb. He has calipers and he measures it. Yeah, absolutely ingested. It, absolutely. It is too. Hey, speaking of discipline, yes. Did I recently see a post about uh, on a blog about some discipline?
2: Maybe did somebody get a spanking?
1: No, no, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, you saw a post on average Joe's media. On average Joe's media about check it out. It's a, you know, it's to me, it's a it's a thrilling post. What are the temptations you face under a new diet? How what type of strength do you need to overcome certain temptations?
1: Yeah, and and what are those challenges? What are those triggers out there? I found it a really good read, and here at Average Joe's Media, we like to cross promote. We really
0: do. I mean We support each other. What's a blog and a podcast doing together unless you're talking about the blog on the podcast and talking about the podcast on the blog. I'm saying, does that make it a blog cast? Well you know, it, it makes it, it a hard good time. It really That's what it really does. I'm having or a, a
1: blast. Capital last here's the deal. What I loved about it is answer to answer a question for my for me is if you're starting a new diet or any type of new Thing in your life, and you're facing temptation. What happens when a cannon goes off? What happens? What happens? What when happens when off?
0: a cannon explodes, and you feel like you're being surveilled?
1: <laughs> what happens?
0: What do you what do? The paranoia sets in. Yeah, if you're doing this new diet, and you think that there is a reason to just, you know what. Tonight might be your last <laughs> night on earth. You might as well eat what you want.
1: Satan wants you to eat that cake so bad. You got to go double strapped.
0: That is that <laughs> double strapped indeed. Double strapped forty five and nine coming at you.
1: Yeah, if you're packing a nine to walk past a cupcake shop, you know you're being tempted. You know the devil is at play, right there. I gotta, in front I gotta, of your I gotta face. disagree with some of those uh, rap stars. The devil is not a lie. Oh, in that situation. Absolutely. Sorry, Rick Ross. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, bud. That's fair. I'm going to have to disagree. With you. But you know what? Speaking of movies, speaking of guilty pleasures, I'm surrounded by a bunch of dads. One single dad, one not so single, happily unsingle dad. Not
2: single at all. Let me make that clear, Unhappily, for the, yes. clear for the podcast here. Not single at all. Very happily married and taken. Uh, the the exact opposite of, of single.
1: Right. Trying yeah. to make a plan of words. Okay. apologize.
2: Yeah. Uh, clearly, he did something wrong
0: recently, and he's trying to make up for it.
1: <laughs> to the missus, he has talked glowing about you this whole time. He That's has, why it's so late getting home. He has home. not said one bad have, word about have, you. Honestly,
0: he hasn't said one word about you, so it was neither good nor bad. Basically, he's
1: giving us the roadmap to finding happiness <laughs> down the road in he, our life. He
0: realized We appreciate his we influence. Appreciate, we Absolutely. do. We do. That's
1: very But anywho, so <laughs> as dads with kids, you know – I. You know, guilty pleasure movies with your kids. I know my family, we have a couple go-tos. If, uh, for example, if my daughter, she's sick, one of the go-tos is uh, Blended. Oh. oh, Blended. Love it. Great story, movie. Story of Joe life. Love it. Story, but it's great. Not Get yet. Goods. Well, you know, in theory. That's, uh, That's fair. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, love it so much that at different times with different streaming services dropping it. I now actually own three different digital copies of that movie. Another good one for us is We Bought a Zoo. If it's kind Ooh. of a quiet night, we're looking for something that's kind of fun, but maybe maybe a little bit of a drama and a feel-good story. Yeah. We Bought a Zoo. We Bought a Zoo. Then, bought a zoo. A good movie. It's a great movie. And then okay. the other one, the probably guiltiest of guilty pleasure movies for us, is a combination of two different types of movies. One would be a Disney original Lemonade Mouth. Great soundtrack, by the way. Okay. Mary, Mary and I have some of those on the playlists and any of the Step Up movies.
0: Step Up. Nice. Right. I like, whenever you watch those movies, do you feel like maybe you could step up? I do. I, I do. think I could. I want, Man, basically, my toes I want, are dancing in my I shoes. Want,
1: I want to be that guy named Moose. <laughs> Don't you? You know what I mean? No one thinks you can dance and then come to find out you're the greatest dancer on the face of the planet. Just, just take off the
0: coveralls you know, because that's something you do. See episode eight on how Joey likes to undress himself and then dance. Just for the sake of dancing,
2: showing what you got, shaking that thing your mama gave you. We know when somebody looks at me and says, bring it, do you know what my response is? It's already been barotten. Guilty pleasure movie? That's my response. Bring it on? Like it.
0: Oh, maybe. oh, he's trying not oh, to divulge. Yeah, oh maybe. man, we maybe. found a guilty pleasure that he is not gonna own up to on today's podcast. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure for me. Pitch Perfect. Love it. I love those. I don't know why, but I love those movies. I cannot explain it. I love those movies. Tara enjoys them. She, she always a deck. Can you get? Can you get? Pitch Perfect two and three. I'm like, baby, they're, they're too expensive right now. The other day, I was like, you know what? I put so much money on Fortnite. I can go ahead and buy Pitch Perfect two. And I
1: mean, three. You know what? <laughs> when I think of Jobu, I think of Fu I say to myself, Jobu never, never a guy who's going to drop drop money on something frivolously. No, 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 no frivolous spending at all. You never have to worry about it. I mean, someone comes to Jobu and says, "Hey, got a great deal for you." I'm going to sell you 50 shirts for $500. Yeah. Joe Boo's not going to take that offer.
0: No, no, no. I'm going to oh. make sure there's tax involved, and I'm going to pay more.
1: That's, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's how it happens. It really
0: yeah. is.
2: People Speaking of shirts... Your... Sucker!
0: Speaking of shirts, Average Joe's Media coming at you with apparel soon to be either given away when we're on location or sold, or you know what? We're just going to wear it
1: just because. You know, Average Joe's Media... We believe that our listeners, our fans, really the heartbeat of our life outside of our children, um, are, are really, they deserve to be able to have gifts worth giving. Whether you celebrate uh, Christmas, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, whether you celebrate Ramadan. I don't know if they do gifts for that, but I think they do. Okay. What about Kwanzaa? Is it Kwanzaa or is it just Kwanzaa? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was kind of created towards the end of school. Okay. So I don't remember. Okay. I personally haven't celebrated it. Heard it's great. Okay. That's you know. fair. Yeah. You yeah. got candles, colorful, great food, love celebrating life. At any rate, whether it be St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, or even Columbus Day, nothing says celebrate like average Joe's apparel. You forgot nothing birthday. Isn't I did forget birthday. 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 Yeah. Birthday. Birthday.
0: birthday. Nothing says happy birthday like average Joe's media apparel. Well, now you know what to get me for mine that's coming up. Absolutely. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Five hundred eighty-four dollars So, Chris, do you collect anything? Do you have this guilty
2: pleasure where you collect things? I used to. Okay. (laughs) I still have some of them. Uh, So I used to collect uh, uh, football cards. So I've got a, a tub. In the garage, ironically, uh, and and I think that's a and here th- this is the the challenge they're in with collecting. Right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, if you seriously collect anything, mm-hmm. unless you invest in a serious space to be able to display really nice. this collection, then it ends up in a box in a garage, and you don't even know that you have it. I mean, you do, but well, you don't. Okay. Yeah. So then, is it really collecting or is it hoarding? Uh, it's a solid question. I mean, which came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. I I'm not sure. I could answer the question for you, which is, really. Yeah. Do tell. It's the chicken. Think. Absolutely. The Bible tells us, guys. Okay, he here we're not pictures. talking about Jesus. Okay. And so, how do you feel, through, about he how he and feel about Jesus? Jesus. Then then check out our other podcast. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> then he told the egg. Them,
0: To reproduce uh, through the egg. Okay, so for those of you out there who just don't believe in Jesus, uh, there is a solid argument as to where the chicken and the egg came from and in what order. So, Joe, what do you collect?
1: I I mean, do uh, broken dreams and heartaches count? Yes, absolutely. However, let's talk about tangible things. Fortnite apparel? Fortnite apparel, I do. I'm a collector of some pickaxes. But no, so I've had a couple collections in my life in time. Um, I was a collector of Pogs at once. Oh, oh Yes, I Pogs. still have mine. You do. you yes. got to bring them over sometime. Yes. The we I need to play, to play Pogs. Pogs.
0: Let's podcast while we're playing. Play Pogs. It'll be a podcast. You got
2: some amazing Slammers. Dude. Oh. You got the metal ones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The metal I got all ones? kinds of stuff.
0: Love it. Yes. Dude, my dad was a machinist, and he would make me Slammers that nice. were twice as heavy as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Guys.
1: So I, I've collected that. Um, I, have, I have a couple different things I collect. I collect shot glasses, so whether I go someplace or a family member might go someplace, they might bring me back a shot glass. Um, and then I've also collected like at work when different employees, or coworkers, peers, they might go out of town or out of country, bring back um, keychains mm. for different places. So I have the, kind of that display. Okay. But I've also I've started I've started a new collection. Oh, what's, was, well, ooh, saying, what's a that? One, a new one. What's that? You know, there's pop dolls. Okay. I don't oh, know if I'm saying yeah, it right, but, but yeah, the little, little big heads and yep. the little eyes. So I started off with. I kind of always really wanted one. I went went into uh, Excuse me, the PlayStation. I want. I don't like going into stores because then I buy spend more money. I like shopping online.
0: You're an impulse guy. A
1: little bit. Okay. Um, so I go into the game gaming store and they have like a whole wall of them. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But they're only like they're under ten bucks. That's where they get you. Yeah. They're under the 10 bucks. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go blow that at Wendy's on the way home. Like, it's fine. So I got uh the duck from Tailspin. Ooh. And the, the who also is in Darkwing Duck as the pilot. Absolutely. So I was like, this is fun. Darkwing this is Darkwing duck. duck. Um, so it's great. It's amazing. I thought I was gonna stop there. And then um I came by i set for the Godfather. Oh, so I got, I got Vito and Michael Corleone, and that, those are those are my office, uh, or uh, shit, my cubicle, dare I say. Proudly but, on display? Proudly.
0: On in your display. office space?
1: In my office space. Uh, then I take decided to take it a step further, and this year for some gifts for some of my staff, I decided, you know what, for the guys, I'm going to go ahead and get them some of these. Okay. So there's a lot of fun. You're going to gonna force
0: your guilty pleasure onto other people yeah, that are course. within I your vicinity.
1: Yeah, So I did that, and then I said, well, you know, I got to, I need another one. So uh, for all those times where I want to say, kill me small, I got small for the same line. Okay. Love it. Nice. Love it. And then um, for myself and for another awesome guy, I got some Average Joe ones from the great movie Dodgeball.
2: Absolutely, yeah, amazing movie. Absolutely. So
1: yeah, so I plan on I have like a list on Amazon of like hundred I really like to get. But it, the odd thing about it though is, is shouldn't say an odd thing. Like they do really cool, it's like the Breakfast Club. But Emilio Estevez's character is not for ten bucks. It, it's for like fifty, of course. Yeah, but that, you can get the whole cast. But of they Super get Troopers. you. That's but, how they get you. But you can get the whole cast of Super Troopers. Yeah. For under fifteen bucks. Ooh,
0: that's not so bad. I mean that, but that's that,
1: but seriously that's how they get you. You get all the
0: you get all the sub characters, all the all the decent ones for like two, three bucks. And then the ones that make the set complete, it costs fifty bucks for just that one. Oh, for sure. That's how they get you. They they just really in. So I collect things like memorabilia. Sports mm-hmm. memorabilia. Um, I went to spring training a couple two, three years in a row. And man, I was I was one of those adults like pushing the kids. I was trying not to push the kids, but the kids push back, man. If if the kids push, I'm pushing back. If you're going to live in that world, I'm going to live in it with you. So getting the autographs and all kinds of other stuff. and So I got this wall, this autograph wall. It's not just Texas Rangers. I'm a huge Texas Rangers fan, but ultimately I'm a baseball fan. And I have uh, Cleveland Indians, the uh, Cincinnati Reds, Milwaukee Brewers, several autographs from several different teams because I visited all their complexes. And uh, awesomely enough, I have four of major role players in the Cleveland Indians World Series that they almost won. I have four autographs from starters in that series, and I think that ball is awesome. Now, had they won the World Series, it would have been even more awesome. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they got there, and I have just – they are in a line. They are they're perfectly stacked on this one section of this ball. And it, I thought it was the coolest thing that they went all the way to Game 7. They, all, they went all the way with the lead to, like, the seventh inning of Game 7. And they just they barely missed out. A lot like the Rangers did <laughs> in did, 2011. They, did,
1: they needed the animal.
0: They really did. They really did. I it's think, your
1: namesake, so you'd have to like the Indians.
0: That's true. But the other thing I did is a student of mine. He brought to school, I don't know why he brought this to school, um, but he brought the Elder Wand from Harry Potter. Harry Potter? The, the, you know, the older movies where the Elder Wand comes into play.
1: Harry Potter. And, uh,
0: and so he brought this Elder Wand into school, and I thought that was very peculiar because it, somebody could have broken it, you know, bullies and all that other stuff. Could have just taken it and said, oh, how do you feel about this? You know. And uh, it was. Very good. Pow. It was something his brother got from Disneyland or Disney World or, Universal, or Studios. Universal Studios, wherever it was in California. He went to the Harry Potter World and got it for him. And so, you know, I mean, it was air quotes authentic. And so I was like, I don't you got to authentic. I don't, I don't got to go to Harry Potter World. I can go to Amazon, and I bought me an Elder Wand just to have the Elder Wand. Nice. I don't know why I did this. It's still in a box. It's not on display anywhere. Now, maybe I might fashion a display for it sometime, put a picture of a Harry Potter picture back there, make it kind of neat as like a little wall mount or wall display. Maybe. But, but maybe not, you know. But guilty pleasure, something piques my interest, I will go on to Amazon and just buy it.
1: I don't mm. know why. I'm that way with pocketbooks.
0: Yeah? Ooh, I used to be with pocket knives. I kind of, I kind of simmer down
1: a little bit on that one. Horrible with it. I mean, I, I periodically, I'm like, you know what? I need, I need this multi tool. Oh yeah, I need a new pocket knife. You know, that one's too heavy for everyday carry. Right. It's not like it's a, it's not like it's a gun. But yeah, I need an everyday carry knife. Yeah. Travel knife. Absolutely. A, knife a fixed blade. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, you know, a Skinner. Yeah. Absolutely. Not even hunting, but nah. you never know. <laughs> so. Are there any other guilty pleasures that you might have? Let's say some that involve your kids, and I'll be more specific. I have a guilty pleasure where if I come into contact with a stash of candy that my kids don't know about, there may or may not have been times where they continued not to know about it until there was only like two or three left. And I girl, hey, y'all girls, y'all want some candy? About three weeks after I had this stash, you know, I just nice. kind of nibbled at it and took it down. they didn't know that it was there. Kind of a, it's a little bit of a secret. I got, uh, if I ever have, you know, several candy bars or several items that
2: are sweet that I know that they'll want, stash them away a little bit. You guys
0: got anything like that?
2: Well, I could tell you what I do, which is probably worse, is I don't, they they know about the candy. So, uh, for example, Halloween, uh, you know, they bring home all the candy, put it in the bowl. Uh, I go to the bowl and I take out every Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh that's a good choice. That's my that's my fee for uh, taking them around and uh, trick or treating. So I take all the Reese's and they get everything else. Okay. Who cares if they like it? Yeah, no, you get all the Reese's. That's it.
1: I like it. That's how it works? I like it. So I, I live in a house of contrast. I have my boys who are teenagers and they eat and drink everything in high volume, high capacity, rapidly. My daughter on the other hand, much more of a conservator. She she for for example, let's say uh not gonna deal with the grocery store like on a Friday, payday Friday, not gonna deal with the grocery store until the weekend, not a lot of food to drink in the house, maybe we're gonna get some tag out or something, or maybe we have something quick and easy at home. Stop by the gas station way home. I know they're gonna want you know we don't have any Coke Zeroes or any type of drink other than water in the house. I know they're gonna kind of want something. I might get a couple bags of you know candy or something. Bring home. So I might get you know yeah the the cheapest way to do it in the gas station everything's two like two for two twenty two or whatever. So I might get myself two Coke Zeroes. Get you know whatever one son wants, whatever the other son wants, and then whatever my daughter wants. And, of course, oftentimes what my daughter likes is something that we like, too. So the boys will usually down theirs fairly quickly. And I've learned that if there's anything I truly care about or value. I have to consume it equally as fast. Otherwise, they will. So then the horrible thing happens where she'll say, guys, this is my baby. I'm putting it in the fridge. No one touch it. So the next morning. After people are sleeping, similar to the noises that are coming from your phone right now, always comes the game of, you hear the scream as though a cat's being boiled. Who drank my drink, or who ate my cookie, or who did this? So then it turns into the blame game. So which one of the boys did it? Sometimes it was me, though. And how often do you let the
0: blame game just go on without accepting or taking ownership
1: Pretty much any opportunity I'm able to. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. That's a
0: dirty little game we
1: get to play as parents. But the problem is is that, you know, me being outnumbered, the boys have now started to turn the table on me. Ooh, so they do that and say So if dad. she's already been irritated at me, right? they'll do it. And then when it immediately happens, it might be before I wake up or something, they'll feed her with lies that her, her dear father, who loves her terribly, stole, in air quotes, whatever was rightfully hers. Nice. That's...
0: Joe, that's awesome. It's greatness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's about all the time we have here on Things You Don't Think You Care About Guilty Pleasures podcast with Average Joe's Media.
1: Two for one Wednesdays.
0: Two for one Wednesdays. We got to have more of these two for one Wednesdays, don't I agree you think? With you. Chris, we appreciate you having the time out of your day, taking the time away from your family, Come and enjoying a two for one Wednesday podcast.
1: Two for one Wednesdays. Why? Because two for Tuesdays. Would just be too easy. Right. That would be too obvious. Two for Thursdays? Meh. Nah. Doesn't even That's make lame. sense. It's lame. Right.
0: So, Chris, did you have a good time? I
2: had a great time.
0: Man, you are welcome anytime we do this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. And our guest, Chris Moyer here. We will see you down the road.